You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Welcome to Webcology. Webcology is the show that takes you into the deepest and darkest ends of the ecosystem on the internet. Our guides will take you on a journey into web marketing and bring you the experts and the information so that you can further explore the web marketing world. Now, here are the hosts of Webcology, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Everyone, welcome to Webcology here on webmasterradio.fm. Um, it's the 19th of June, 2018, and... Uh, you know that little phrase, better late than never? That, uh, that, that was describing us. We are so sorry for all the live listeners. We had technical difficulties. Um, interestingly enough, all three, the studio, myself, and Dave Davies, had technical difficulties getting this show to air. Uh, I, don't know what your, well, I don't know what your problem was, Dave, but I had the new Skype forced on me, and uh, I'm not happy about that. Um, <laughs> You had just gotten back from MozCon, where you were all last week. Um, yep. We got some stuff to talk about from that. And uh, your motherboard broke. Yeah, yeah, I arrived at uh, my desk on Monday, and, uh, and my motherboard had, had broken. Now, as a, as a plus, and I know Doc Sheldon found himself in a, in a similar spot. His motherboard just died as well. Um, he had a different solution. Both of us had good luck. My motherboard died. I discovered it on Monday on Amazon Prime Day. And the motherboard I needed to replace it was $130 off. So, <laughs> you know, if it had to happen, great. Uh, but it won't arrive until tomorrow. So I'm limping along, and, and apologies for, for our listeners. I know I think I was the uh, sort of linchpin uh, delay for our live listeners. Um, and if you're on podcast, hey, it, it, it doesn't matter. And, and, uh, and glad we didn't inconvenience you. Um, where should we start? It, it, you know what? It's been two weeks for me. It's been one week, uh, you know, for for you. Um, Actually, hasn't we? Didn't get the show off last week. Yeah. You might no. We didn't get a show off last week. I'm afraid. I uh, 
Yeah, long story. Didn't have, uh, You were coming back from MozCon. I didn't have time to get a co-host together, so we just played a rerun. All right. Fantastic. Well, lucky for our listeners that, uh, that we're entertaining and informative. Uh, hopefully it wasn't one of our reruns from back in, uh, you know, like 2006. We might have been giving some, some... <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, don't, don't follow any advice if, if, uh, if one of those ones was chosen. Um... <laughs> you, know where, you know where I do want to start today? I want to start by saying thanks. It's, that's, I mean, that's a, that's a great spot to start anything, don't you think? Um, yeah. And I want to say thanks to... Uh... Thanks to uh, Bill Slosky. Um, Bill, we, we, we got a mention on Reddit today from Bill Slosky. We did. Wow. Wow. Um, well, that's lucky. So I want to say hi to um, Justin Dobes, D-O-B-Z, D-O-B-Z, if, uh, if you're a Canadian, Justin. Um, hope you're listening. Hope you enjoy this episode. Like Bill said, we've been doing this for a couple of years now, at least. Uh, we're probably just starting to figure out how this whole podcasting thing works, so... Hope you like the show, um, and there's no such thing as anonymity on the web, so welcome. Um, yeah, there was, a, there was a Reddit thread out there um, asking for um, SEO recommendations on, on, on uh, or for SEO podcast recommendations. John Mueller and Bill Slosky both chimed in. That's how I found out about it, because if, uh, you know, John Mueller and Bill Slosky chime in, then you better believe that um, Barry Schwartz is going to be covering it. And uh, so I saw it in Search Engine uh, Roundtable. Um, we got mentioned. Den Shure, expert experts on the wire, got mentioned. Edge of the Web got mentioned. Search Talk Live got mentioned. SEO One Hundred One on Webmaster Radio got mentioned. Kate Toon's recipe for SEO success got mentioned. And uh, yeah, that's about it. Those those are the those are the uh, uh, podcasts that thus far have been recommended to Reddit to redditors and friends uh, for. Uh, SEO education and edification. And you know what? If it's on Reddit, you know it has to be true. <laughs> Absolutely. I wouldn't doubt a damn thing I saw on Reddit. Not a damn thing. You know um, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't doubt this one because heaven knows. I mean, uh, I mean, Jason, if you're listening, or Justin, if you're listening, dude, like, don't doubt it. It's real. <laughs> no, that's You know what? That matters one thing. Whether it's Reddit, whether it's Facebook, whether it's, you know, just look at the source. Uh, you know, I, I, personal bias aside, and, and, and thank you so much, Bill, and, and uh, you know, amazing to have such a such a recommendation. Um, but yeah, it, it doesn't change the fact that Bill Slosky and, and John Mueller have just listed what they like, regardless of the platform. Um, you know, it's it's an honor to be on on either of those lists. Absolutely. Um, okay, next, congratulations to Eric to Eric Eng. Congratulations, so definitely in order. Did you read this story? This has like, got to be the feel-good story of the week. I did. That's, that's awesome. I'll, I'll let you take it, uh, and it's, it's great. Uh, Eric and uh, Mark Traphagen and the entire crew at Stone Temple Consulting, congratulations, folks. Um, Stone Temple got acquired by uh, Proficient. I, I think I got it right, Proficient. Um, a leading digital transformation consulting firm. The details of the acquisition weren't made um, weren't made public, but we do know that uh, Stone Temple saw revenues of around nine million last year. So I got a feeling that the um, acquisition figure was uh, was pretty sweet. Yeah, probably a little walking around money, a little something jingling in the pocket. <laughs> so uh, drinks are on Eric from from now until like forever. <laughs> and dude, absolute total man! Congratulations, 
if anybody over the last couple of years, I mean, think of who has been adding like more quality, positive vibe, like funny, but, but dead on information about important stuff than Eric and Mark in the, in the last couple of years. Right. Yeah. And with some entertaining featured, uh, featured images. <laughs> Maybe this bio will get like a better wardrobe department. <laughs> <laughs> we can only hope, but the imagination has been incredible. So, uh, yeah. I, I mean, no, honestly, if 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 they can like redouble their efforts in adding really positive and and, and good information into the uh, into the ecosphere, that would be uh, that would be that would be super. Yeah, <laughs> so like that guy from Office Space. <laughs> Just super. speaking of, have you seen um, Hollyweed yet? Do you know what I'm talking about, Hollyweed? No, but I'm waiting. Okay, so this ties into Office Space because. Um, Oh, now I'm just drawing a, a, a big blank name on Kevin Smith. The uh, actor, director, writer, Kevin Smith, is crowdfunding a uh, a new show um, called Hollyweed. Uh, it's supposed to take place in a dispensary in, uh, I guess, in, in, in Hollywood, California. Um, the interesting thing about this that, that sort of ties into the uh, cyber world is it's about Kevin Smith, dude. Um, and also, uh, he's crowdfunding it. He's 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 asking people to watch the pilot episode and tell them if uh, they should actually make a series out of it, and if they are going to make people are going to make a series out of it, um, how much uh, the viewer would be willing to pay per episode. It's an in, I think it's an interesting model. That is a really interesting model, and and probably a, a decent way to go. Now, of course, you know. And I know uh, that whatever they tell you while you're giving them a free thing, how much would you pay for this, is a lie. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> like, it, it just will be. Whatever number they give you uh, will be wrong. Um, you know, and, and so hopefully it'll be taken with, uh, with a grain of salt. Um, oh, but check it out. When you, when, this is actually, there's, you don't got to, the number that you say you'll pay is going to be exactly right. It'll be exactly what you pay because they give you a range. From five ninety nine per episode down to two ninety nine per episode, and there's little fine print underneath with a little asterisk beside it that says your credit card will not be charged per episode unless we reach the uh, crowdfunding goal of I think it's like ten million something. So if they reach that goal, if say you bid like three dollars and ninety nine cents an episode, mm -hmm. and I bid four ninety nine an episode. I got a feeling that you'd be you'd be paying three ninety nine an episode. I'd be paying four ninety nine an episode. We we wouldn't know what the other had been, of course, but we'd each be seeing the you know seeing the same episodes. Right. So everybody's going to pick two ninety nine. Um. <laughs> very, well, very likely now. Now that you know, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Smith. I told you, like five hundred bucks in small armark bills. <laughs> Since he had a heart attack, he doesn't listen. No. Um, anyway, Hollyweed. It's uh, I saw the ep I saw the first episode. Um, yeah, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm old or something. I <laughs> uh, it wasn't. Uh, I like I, I like the cash the Kathy Reichs effort better, personally. The one that was out there on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Cancelled after one season. Pot humor. I mean, like that's the big part. Like the big problem with pot humor is um, you kind of got to be a serious pothead to get into pot humor, you know? Yeah, half the jokes will go uh, up in smoke. 
completely <laughs> over people's heads. Okay. All right. Where to? Where to next? Well, we, started, we started the show at a weird time, so I have no idea when we're supposed to take a break. Yeah, okay. Uh, so I, you know what? I'm going to hope, and then Brasco, uh, your invitation to let us know. Uh, I'm going to yeah, jump in here, us. go with a story that I found super, super interesting. Um, yeah. and, and it's especially handy because this news was revealed about 40 minutes before <laughs> uh, last week's show, but hey, I get to cover it right now because it wasn't covered last week. For those who followed what the folks over at, uh, at the upper echelon of uh, of Google, who they are and, and what they're doing and where they've come from and where they go, um, you will know the name, and I'm about to destroy it, so you may not know it as I pronounce it, uh, but hopefully you can guess it, John Giandrea. I, John have, probably, yeah. I, I have just probably ruined it, but there we go. Um, anyway... Guy, this is for, for for listeners who don't recognize the name. Uh, basically, the guy who was in charge of Rank Brain was then put in charge of, of Google Search. Uh, he's no longer there. He's now with Apple. Now, the interesting thing um, that Apple has just merged Siri and their machine learning groups, and he is now the head of that combined group. Now, you know, when I when I have to pick my my favorites, I'm an Android user, and, and I tend to you know like Google, I you know you know better than than anything. Um, but uh, or not better than anything, but <laughs> you know I, I I tend to prefer it um, of the of the sort of you know personal assistance. But this makes me really really interested in what we're going to see. The man is absolutely brilliant, um, and it, it's going to be. Really, really, really interesting to see what uh, what comes out uh, from 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 John, um, and I, I think they're in they're in really, really good hands. Although I understand Siri has a little bit of catching up to do of the uh, of the three major um, home assist tool devices. Um, Siri, even though it, it even though Siri had the jump on everyone, was was the first one out there, mm-hmm. has lagged behind Amazon and uh, Google. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a distant third, um, and it's interesting to me because what, what I'm going to be really curious to watch um, isn't so much hey do they grab market share because in a lot of ways that's kind of out of his control. Like yes, the adoption of of personal assistance by you know iPhone users, for example, that will be part of his responsibility. But how many of those people there are is kind of outside his control. What I'm going to be really interested in is. You know, studies from folks we were just chatting about because I know, um, you know, Stone Temple Consulting and and Eric has done a lot of studies, not just on, hey, what's market share, but which one's actually more efficient at at doing mm-hmm. things. And, you know, I mean, I I have my you know Alexa and my you know Google Home, and I I play them off each other, but not on the scale that they have done it. Um, so my, my data would be more anecdotal. They're, they're doing thousands of, of queries, which I just don't have the patience to do. Um, it, it'll be interesting if they start looking at that and going, okay, how does it improve over time? Because that's where I suspect we're going to see some really interesting things. And if nothing else, a, a guy like him heading up this division is going to really start to push um, Google, I think, and, and sort of as as a not that they weren't pushed already, and not that they weren't you know aggressively hitting this, but they now know that somebody that is absolutely second to none when it comes to machine learning 
um, is now heading up one of their direct competition points um, in, in the sort of Android space. And, and it's, you know, I've, we've got more to chat about, about what's going on with personal assistance and Androids, um, you know, it, it coming up later in the show. But um, yeah, I, 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 this, this is, if you couldn't tell, it's really exciting to me. I, I think it's going to be really, uh, really interesting to watch what they do. Okay, I'm excited about this too. And I'm a, I'm a fan of Giandrea. Like, get, don't get me wrong, I'm a total fan of Giandrea, but I'm going to... Uh, I'm going to couch my excitement with uh, with a two word keyword phrase that I want I want listeners to remember, and I'm going to be curious about your reaction to this this keyword phrase here, Dave. Mm-hmm. Arissa Mayer. <laughs> now okay. we know that here's another ex Googler who whose accomplishments were extraordinary at Google. I mean, like 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 seriously, you get there's Marissa, what Marissa did. Um, in her time at Google, is is going to be legendary in the in the history of the uh, uh, of the industry, right? Yeah, and at Yahoo, but for different reasons. <laughs> well, indeed, and then she moved to Yahoo, and 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 I remember us saying on our show, if anybody can turn Yahoo around, it's probably her. Mm-hmm. Um, we had we had great faith in her based on her performance at Google. Now. For both for both John uh, G. Andrea and for Marissa Mayer, Google provided a incredible foundation to um, accomplish the career feats that they accomplished. And um, no matter what I'm saying right now, uh, there's nothing can take away from what John John uh, G. Andrea accomplished at Google, right. um, starting the machine language division, um, taking over search after um, well after uh, Sergey Brin had had his hands on it for for a couple of years. Kind of, kind of messed uh, things. Things kind of <laughs> almost fell apart then. Mm-hmm. Uh, G. Andrea is legendary, but he's going to he's going to a less than legendary work environment, um, which is the same thing that happened to Mayor. So, so watch out for that. Eh? I, I mean, I think I think the um, platform they stand on is almost as is almost as important as their talents themselves. You're right. I mean that that is definitely an aspect, and I mean you know you need to consider and the access to resources and the access. I mean even just you know looking at what they can work with. Not to say that you know Apple doesn't have their share of of some pretty solid tech. You know I, I'm well, sure they're, they're, they're sort of, um, but at the same time, to to your point, Google is is pushing the envelope when it comes to creating even the hardware. Um, one of the differences I do think we'll see between these two, and it's an interesting parallel, and you know it is something to watch. Um, but where Marissa was being expected to push business decisions, I think all John needs to do, and, and yes, there'll be business aspects, but more of his job is just be really, really smart, right? Like make machines do neat things. Um, I'm oversimplifying dramatically. I think we all, you know, I hope all of our listeners know that, but. Um, you know, I, I think there'll be a little bit more of a him in his wheelhouse sort of environment. Uh, maybe not with the same toys he used to have access to, but at least doing a similar role and, and doing what his core strength was going in. Um, you know, with with very very similar tools. But you know what? Time time's going to tell. And I think you know we'll be talking this time next year as we start to approach um, you know sort of the summer of 2019. I think that'll have had enough time that we'll be able to see that turnaround. And, and as I say, if we can have Eric pitting those, uh, you know, pitting Android um, against Siri and, and see who's better, I'm, I'm sure Android's winning right now. But how much have they caught up, if at all? But how much 
Um, yeah. Has that changed? How much has that that bridge been gapped or well, gapped and bridged? Um, and you know, and, and also, also way worth noting um, this 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 G Andrea taking over at Siri is the last piece to fall into the um, um, uh, how, to, how to say this the artificial intelligenceification, <laughs> which is <laughs> we got we got to get a real word for that artificial <laughs> intelligenceification. Is not a real word, but y'all know what I mean. Um, of of the search sphere, um, so entity entity recognition, entity um, uh, uh, um, oh my goodness, don't get old. You lose your words. It's incredible. <laughs> um, God. identifying an object and making it known to others. What's the word? Recognition. I thank you. Uh... Um, <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, being a description, being able, being able to describe the entities, and then again, using your using markup to make it to make it known to the search engines, um, more important than ever, um, because search engines aren't again search engines are still going to be search engines, but the results aren't going to be the results anymore. And uh, when Siri tells you something, that's because a search expert, John, uh, John, uh, G. Andrea had it do so well and you you bring up an interesting thing and for our listeners who hey what do we call this world um i can't i gotta touch on, on it again but bill slosky when you know i was watching uh you know a, a conversation he was having on twitter um and he had referred to it and i've heard this before but um it's uh, things not strings right not the keyword anymore it's about the thing Right, this this entity, right? To 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 your reference point. So that's the world we're in. One of the things I find funny is you're like, what do we call this artificial intelligence? Size? By the time we come up with a word, what I find funny about this is we just call it search because <laughs> it won't be a thing that we're doing to it anymore. It'll just be the way it is. I, I think we're you know within a couple of years, I think it'll just be yeah, AI is just doing its thing and it controls most of the algorithm. Um, so. I guess I was using that as a singular, but there's so many of them. Um, but anyway, I, I, I think we're supposed. I think Brask is about to give us the hook here and, and make us take a take a quick break. But when we come back, I want to we I want to talk more about AI and AI moving into the PPC world. Google's uh, if you're working at PPC, uh, scary. Sit tight and don't move. Webcology will be back after this short break. Ready to do a podcast for your business? Make that podcast elevate to enterprise level. Let WebmasterRadio.fm expedite and execute your podcast to build your brand and broaden your customer base. WebmasterRadio.fm has worked with the world's biggest tech brands, Google, Yahoo, and Bing, and have worked with fast-growing brands like ShipStation and GoDaddy. Now it's your turn. Contact brasco at wmr.fm and rush your enterprise-level podcast into production at a very reasonable rate. Email brasco at wmr.fm. Are you looking for the best in WordPress speed, security, and scalability? WP Engine is a digital experience platform for WordPress, powering digital experiences for large brands around the world. 
With easy-to-use site management tools and powerful do-it-your-way development features, WP Engine gives you the flexibility to build it your way. Improve your SEO and conversion rates with the... Start your search engine and put your servers into overdrive. It's webmasterradio.fm steering you into the winner's circle. Webmasterradio.fm. We're everywhere. Commercials off. Now back to Webcology, only on webmasterradio.fm. Here are the hosts, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Webcology here on webmasterradio.fm. It's the 19th of July, 2018. This is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media and Dave Davies from Beanstalk Internet Marketing. And uh, as I was trying to stammer my way through before we, 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 we took that break, Dave. Mm-hmm. If you work in PPC exclusively, uh, two entities have entered the field, one of which should thrill you, the other of which should terrify you. The one that should thrill you, Amazon is uh, finally perfecting its um, pay-per-click ad engine, um, and there is going to be a fortune to be made for people who are proficient in creating ads that, that others want to click over at Amazon. If you're good at that, get ready. You're about to make a fortune. Um, Mark Jackson over at uh, Vision Internet was interviewed, I think it was in a, a journal. Um, yeah, a journal, uh, Roger Monty article. Um, on his look ahead to, uh, to, to, to uh, PPC and Amazon, um, really worth reading. But another thing I read just after that, uh, sort of, my, my blood was running hot after reading about about the Amazon opportunities, mm-hmm. and then it chilled like ice water immediately when I read that Google is now introducing fully automated PPC advertising for for its for its uh, customers. Mm-hmm. Fully automated PPC advertising. That means Google will make your ads for you. And they will manage your ads for you. All you got to do is feed the machine money. That's all you got to do. You give it a little bit of copy, let Google do the rest. It'll scrape your pages, make copy for you. Yep. Um, uh, that, that great silence you heard was everyone involved in PPC going, oh my God. <laughs> it's, it's funny you bring this up. I got a, well, I mean, and timely. Um, I received an email from a client be a week, max two weeks ago, who was obviously uh, rope into this initiative. <laughs> uh, and and he received a email uh, from Google going, "Hey, here we've created some new ads for you. Uh, go review them because we're putting them live." Yeah. <laughs> that that was the email that he got, uh, which was forwarded to me, going in all caps and bold, "Turn this blanking thing off." <laughs> so, um, which is is interesting because the client, not me, I manage his account, but the client was like, absolutely not. Um, am I going to let Google do this? One of the concerns I think everybody would have is Google's primary goal is their revenue, right? Yeah. They have shareholders and, and they have people to pay. Um, so that doesn't always align with maximizing mine. <laughs> and so if these two things may be in conflict, um, 
you know, who, who do I think the AI systems at Google are going to favor, right? Of course they're going to, to favor Google. Um, now that said, do I think I'll be taking part in these opportunities? Do I think I'll be jumping in, creating my 15, you know, because you get a few more characters, uh, you know, creating my 15 headlines and letting Google rotate through them? Oh, heck yes. Um, you know, and, and that is part of their AI initiative as well, and they'll start creating ads that you've sort of fed them their, you know, their, their starting point, and, and they, can, they can go from there. Um, on that tangent, where it's like, okay, I don't want to write, I don't... I, I haven't done the math. I know I could figure it out, but I, I haven't done the math to figure out how many permutations are there <laughs> when I have 15 headlines and I'm letting them mix and match, um, you know, different elements of them, um, you know, and, and with a few more characters, how many permutations? Many, right? So, I mean, I, we're talking you know, many thousands of different permutations. So could I create that many ads? Oh, heck no, right? So letting Google start to figure this out. No, are they going to run that many ads? No, they won't. They'll start to figure out which ones work better and, and focus on those quicker, um, you know, through their AI systems. But that type of AI, I think, is great because people keep, you know, I go in, I know my visitor, I create the ads that, that you know, the headlines that I know from, you know, working with the, the clients and, and working with their customers that are, that are going to resonate well, um, you know, rather than just letting Google run run rampant and you know sometimes they can be right and there may come a day where it's just like yeah give us your money and tell much tell us how much you're willing to pay per acquisition <laughs> all right um you know and go that route um but but for now I, I i think we can use its ability to calculate probabilities um you know and and run different ads that we just wouldn't even have time to do if you're like i don't even know which one of these is going to work does a sale work? whatever just let it run its thing like you would with an ab like a multivariate ab test well, I guess multivariant is no longer an A-B test, but, um, you know, a multivariant test, great. But, yeah, I, I, I think I see the, 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 the problem my client had was, no, you're not creating an ad for me. And here's the place where, again, I think that, PPC, that people working the PPT field should be very worried. Google's saying, you know what? We get, we get your concerns. Why don't you try running an A-B test for a month? Our ads versus the ads that your, your team is doing. See which is cheaper. See which gets you the most clicks. Now, again, I, don't, I mean, like, 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 like the cynic would say, "Well, that's their system. They can manipulate that six ways to Sunday and give you whatever the results they want to see. They want you to see, or, <laughs> um, you know, just maybe, just maybe, just maybe. Um, even if it's not a um, perfect system today, mm -hmm. it is a system that's designed to learn on learn from its own mistakes, right? And learn as it goes along. So anyway, I'd be very worried. I um, you, you remember how how, how PO'd uh, uh, PPC uh, practitioners were when like Google ad reps started like skunking their clients on the phone? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. <laughs> One time you got Google's AI doing this in the back end. What you do, one of the things that I think will be interesting, and, and for our listeners, um, next week we're going to have a, an interview that I did last week with Jonah Alderson, uh, yeah. and he, he touched on something similar. We were talking about, well, you remember the, the days back in, you know, the good old days, you know, back in like 2002. You were an SEO, you covered the whole thing, right? Like just from, maybe you started, you could build the website, you could optimize the website, you could build, like one person, maybe two, did, could, could pretty much do the full job. Um, and what Jonah and I were discussing in the, in the interview is this move away from even that capability, right? That, it, that it's too big and, and you know, in, in a lot of cases, 
you're going to need specialists in specific things, depending on what your needs are. But if you're, you know, a massive company, you're going to need, you know, the same person doing your link building might not be even kind of capable of doing your social media, right? That, that sort of environment that we're, um, we're that sort we're of in now. now. And I, one of the things he was saying is great um, about this, and I, I think it applies to paid search here, is it allows us, if we're just willing to let go of the reins, if we're willing to just let the client and their interns deal with the drone work, so we're not sitting there fixing redirects, we've taught them how to do it, we now get to do the creative, the, 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 the work that, that we were probably passionate about and started as, as SEOs, right? And I think that's what we'll be left with um, with paid search at the end of the day for, for, for the smart paid search consultants. Um, you know, the people, you know, the, the agencies that are really taking this seriously is there's always going to be a, a place for your creative, your insight into humans, even if it's just different demographic targeting or it's just different display ads that, that resonate a little differently. There will always be something that humans can do creative-wise that machine learning won't because we're willing to go, I don't care everything you know, I want to do something brand new. Right, and so we'll always have that advantage over machines, at least for the foreseeable future. And I don't think that the, the machine learning systems Google will be putting in play would be creating something. Well, let's see what happens if we have, you know, like a, I'll, I'll call it space aid, a Neil Patel kind of image there. Right, like, no, nope, you don't want to do that. Right, like, um, you know, they won't do that, and 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 they shouldn't, nor should a should a person, but. Nor should Neil, but that's a Nor should Neil, but you need that kind of innovation, that, that kind of thought to just go, okay, I will do something that a machine wouldn't naturally do. I, I mean, I've listed a very poor example there, but you need somebody to just go, oh, okay, you know, I've seen Mary create some social media ads and gone, okay, yeah, I never would have built that. And their click-through rate is, is, is outstanding, and they're grabbing people's attention, and her remarketing numbers are way better than mine. Okay, <laughs> because I was looking at data and basing my decisions. That's what the machines will do. So I think for, for PPC managers who are restricted to acting like I do, look at data and behave, yeah, yeah. You're, you're probably going to have trouble. But if you're one of the PPC marketers that's creating something completely innovative that's that's really doing something that either pushes the boundaries or that we've never seen before, I think they're going to have a great place and probably double in their value because the machines can then take that and run with it, right? So it'd it be interesting. It reminds, reminds me of, a, of, a, of a, an old argument. Um, I, I think you're absolutely right. Um, that's, that's an interesting interesting uh, uh, take on it I, I wasn't looking at. Um, the engineer knows what to do. You know, like like... The, the, the numbers don't lie. You you can make your decision based on the analytics. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. But it's the art major who knows why you're doing it. Right. Um, it's 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 the literature major who who emotionally understands why the people want this stuff. Um, the engineer knows how to how to build it. You know we 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 can construct what the people want, but why do they want it? Why are we making it? You know what purpose does it actually fill? That's the stuff that's really going to sell, and yeah, um, you know, maybe maybe you do need somebody who's a lot more who has what's 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 the right the right way to look at it uh, is looking at things um, from a technical and a, uh, a rational or an emotional perspective. Right, and you know what? At the end of the day, too, you still need that person who's going to contact and talk to the client and explain to them what any of this means. <laughs> 
actually, apparently Google can do that by machine for you, and you wouldn't even know. Yeah, and going back to your point, or sometimes they'll just have their reps call and throw you under the bus, right? So you know, uh, you know, there, there's there's that possibility as well. Um, what are what are some other great stories that you've been you've been following? You know what? I guess we got we got a couple weeks, but mostly in in the recent stuff. Is there anything else that's been just just you're chomping at the bit to chat about? There's so much stuff. Oh my goodness. Okay, we should probably get at least one, if not two, technical things in here. Um, HTTP, HTTPS, and HSTS. There's a um, quote-unquote new, but it's actually more of sort of a middle bridge um, security protocol. Um, Hyper-strict transport security. Um, HTTP. Um, uh, no, I'm sorry, HTML, hypertext markup language. HTTP, um, hypertext transfer protocol. HTTPS, hypertext, hypertext transfer protocol secure. Um, HSTS. Um, is HTTP strict transport security. So again, it's kind of a bridge between HTTP and HTTPS. Mm -hmm. It forces your, um, your, your, your server to um, do that informational, yeah, I know who you are, you know who I am, handshake that uh, guarantees a secure session with, with the browser request. Um, but it doesn't mark the, the URL um, HTTPS, so somebody was asking Mueller if you do have um, HTST. Um, if somebody was asking John Mueller if you do have HTST running on your server, do you need to 301 from HTTP to HTTPS? The answer was yes. Do those 301 redirects so that we know that this is going to a secured environment. Which seemed weird to me, but that's the answer that was given. Yeah, you know, and, and it makes absolutely perfect sense to be the answer. Like, I, I understand you're, you're sort of like, why? Because they both accomplish the same thing. But I think it's a great stock answer from Google to go, yeah, you know what? It's two max, three lines in your HT access file. And it will, like, as, as we do as SEOs, 90% of my time on technical SEO is spent doing stuff that may or may not matter, but I've dotted that I and crossed that T. So if something goes wrong, I know what it's not, right? Like we all do that. It's like, okay, well, I'm going to fix all these things because I don't want to have to wonder if that was, was going to be a problem. Um, and I think that's what we're seeing here is, well, what if the browser doesn't recognize that it's actually HTTPS, even though it is? And now, you know, we know Google's getting, you know, with Chrome a little more aggressive with the out. warnings. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, go on, go on. I'm just telling you, that's what weirds me out. Yeah, I mean, you would you would think this is a highly, highly technical thing. I absolutely, I mean, not that you don't understand, you understand exactly what it is. Um, but because we're dealing with a technical thing, I think this is John basically going, yeah, stuff screws up sometimes. <laughs> Your browser may not detect that, yes, it's secure, even though it's not HTTPS. So just add those couple lines to your HT access file or, you know, add it in, you know, to your, to your IS server, whatever. But get it done. It's nothing to do, and then when we put out a Chrome version that we forget to make sure that that works too, that both of these things work, you've got your bases covered. And I, I think that's kind of what they're they're dealing with. There is just I'm telling you what to do that kind of is foolproof, and where it 
you can't screw up and we can't screw up at the same time. Yeah. Okay. Well, the advisement is out there. Um, this is in a uh, SEO roundtable article that was published yesterday. Um, again, advisements out there. If um, you uh, if you are using an HSTS uh, configuration on your server, redirect to HTTPS. Um, do the three hundred ones. Tell again. Tell Google where you where you want uh, it it to look. It'll figure out the canonical. At least that's what, what John said two weeks ago. <laughs> um, we you know we're we're, we're probably going to have to talk about that. But luckily, we're about to be saved by the bell. We don't got to talk about that just yet because it's time to take a, another break here on Webcology. So, on behalf of Dave Davies from Beanstalk Internet, this is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media. You've been, you're you are listening to Webcology on WebmasterRadio.fm. If you're listening live, stick around. We're going over time. we got a little bit more to talk about when we come back after these messages. Sit tight and don't move. Webcology. We'll be back after this short break. Looking for a better way to get more traffic and interaction to your Facebook page? Imagine Facebook interactivity on your page like you've never seen. Introducing your new Facebook marketing fix, So Social, the new and revolutionary way to easily manage and automate your Facebook contest and sweepstakes. Create a fun, easy-to-win contest by writing a simple Facebook post. Watch your post go more viral and generate loads of interaction. Track your traffic and generate email lists with ease. So Social is mobile-friendly and complies with Facebook terms of service. Let So Social give your Facebook page some flash today. Zoom over to zosocial.com. There are over 70 million active podcast listeners in the U.S. WebmasterRadio.fm reaches them all with the largest global distribution of any online business-to-business podcast network. Through iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, and the WebmasterRadio.fm mobile app, we can target and place your message in front of those active listeners immediately. Now, your message can be delivered with less commitment and investment on over 20 hours of weekly original content hosted by the most respected names in digital marketing. Thanks to an exclusive private offer available for a very limited number of companies. But you must act fast. Email brasco at wmr.fm and get your message delivered now. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs send you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. Off. Now back to Webcology, only on webmasterradio.fm. Here are the hosts, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. 
Hey everyone, welcome back to Webcology here on WebmasterRadio.fm. It's the uh, 19th of July, 2018. Um, might sound cliche, but you know it's damn true. Summer's almost gone, so make sure you enjoy it while you can. Um, and if you are enjoying it, you'll be able to enjoy it um, theoretically more thoroughly and more completely with an updated, new and improved Google Assistant. It can do more things. Hell, the damn thing will even tell you where you parked your car. <laughs> yep. Um, th- again, I th- uh, this 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 fascinates and terrifies me at both at the same time because you know I'm kind of used to remembering stuff, but um, yeah, I, I, the, 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 the um, Google Assistant, and again, this, this goes for, I can't tell you how much this goes back into search because this is how people are going to be finding stuff when they're walking around the downtown core of any given city or town. Um, has updated itself. Um, what do you think, Dave? I think, you know, this makes absolutely perfect sense. Um, and you'll remember, what was it? It, was, it would have been about a year ago now, um, we were having a chat about a, a Google patent. Well, it, was, it was two patents that sort of came out at the, or were published at the same time. Um, how how Google influences and controls users. This is my way of wording it, but it's absolutely mm-hmm. right. <laughs> uh, and how they um, guide buying decisions. And basically, it's, it's that first one that really hammers home it's basically like on on what we're seeing right now and and basically the purpose of this patent was hey we're going to help you not make bad decisions and we're going to help you make good ones like i don't know <laughs> you're you know, you know what we, we chatted about him earlier and and ross and i were, were driving to an airport in new york it was like six o'clock in the morning we were you know coming back and uh we, we were on our way to the airport and we picked the wrong airport right this is it's actually that's actually discussed in the patent, which is why I mentioned it is it would go, you know what, your ticket is actually for the other one <laughs> and, and stop you in your tracks. That's basically what we're seeing here, helping helping users discover things around them that it knows it likes because it's been everywhere I've been because I have my phone everywhere. Um, you know, it knows everything I want and, and now it can tell me things that I'm going to like around me, um, you know, and also stop me from making mistakes like going to the wrong airport or about to head out to a dry cleaner that's closed during, you know, this time or that's turnaround time it knows is longer than the time between me and the wedding that I need my tux dry clean for, whatever it, it might be. So I think this makes perfect sense with the patents. I'm actually quite excited about it. And, and here's why. It's the payoff for users. It, it's frightening only because it tells you what you already knew they knew. Google already had this data. <laughs> like, they've already had it. They're just giving us something useful for it. And I knew they had it. As soon as you turn your location settings on, it knows. As soon as you connect your email to your Android, it knows right like it, it knows all of these things already so this is an opportunity for google to sort of pay it back and go okay we already know everything about you thank you for telling us everything that the entity named dave davies or jim hedger is doing um you know in, let let us actually help make your your life a little easier this is just the first salvo i know you know this right like we're seeing salvo one by google on this one um if i if i'm right this is where they win the war um, over personal assistance is if they can really, really drive this and, and do what their sort of patents have been trying to to sort of outline them accomplishing. If they can pull that off, um, then your life, my life, just got a lot easier. 
um, like Facebook, you're, you're gonna like, like chatting with your friends on Facebook. You're, you're unfortunately probably going to live a more slightly more restricted world because Google knows what you like. So you're just going to end up going to those places, not some horrible dive that it turns out makes an awesome apple pie. But you know, it, it's, you know, it, it'll probably funnel us a little bit more to the things that it just reinforces our past behavior. So it'll be easier, maybe not quite as exciting, Maybe that that reduction in exciting in some cases is is a good thing, but I think this is where the payoff is for for users. And of course, you and I were marketers. All of our listeners were all marketers. The paid opportunities that are going to come through this, um, and that's in patent too. But anyway, the paid opportunities are going to be outstanding. Well, and this is what I was saying. When people are navigating their way around um, their cities or their towns, they're trying to figure out what they're doing for the weekend. Mm-hmm marketers this is how they're going to be finding stuff this is this is the new discovery um you know it's funny i was i was, I was looking at facebook i'm um, during the last commercial break and um a friend of mine who lives in who lives on vancouver island but is from toronto uh come is coming to visit and she posted can can anybody give me a list of good concerts in the, in the uh week in august that she's going to be in toronto and this would be a perfect case for the assistant it knows what kind of music you like heaven have, have heck it downloaded all of it for you Right. Um, it knows your styles, it knows all the genres, and it certainly knows the calendar of music events happening in Toronto because everybody wants those listed on Google as well. Um, it will recommend if 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 my friend had this device on her phone, it would it would tell her where the great concerts are going to be. Yeah, she'd like know long long in advance. Um, well, that's that's a great point, and it would know conversations she had with friends already, so it would know, ah, you know what, you're going for dinner with Jim at 7 o'clock that night, so, you know, that concert's out, right, next, um, right, or, hey, Jim and you like this, we know you're going for dinner, why don't you talk about going to that concert after, hey, we happen to have the tickets to sell you, right, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's sort of a win-win, and if you're the marketer that has those tickets, uh, now, you know, fantastic. It, as far as we know it, and I'm, I'm, I'll be, I'll be um, gobsmacked if I'm wrong, Google's getting all of that information out of the index that you're familiar with, that all of us are familiar with. That information is um, all being drawn off of people's websites. It's all being drawn off the calendars of the local um, entertainment, of the entertainment weeklies. It's all being drawn off the calendars of the venues themselves or the menus of the... Uh, of the restaurants themselves. Our job as marketers, as technical marketers, is to make that information available to Google in a way that it can understand what it's reading. And Google's getting really good at this, don't get me wrong, but this is where schema comes in and, and where um, your use of schema is, is becomes critically important. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, you know what, I, I, I love it. I love your mention of schema because, of course, a lot of this interaction is never going to be seen on a screen. Oh, we don't know. Indeed, yeah. It's, 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 uh, uh, Google, where am I, where's lunch? Where am I having lunch? That, that will never come up on a screen, right? No. It'll, it'll it, just it, tell you. It won't. And I mean, we're talking about tickets. I mean, that's a, a great example. If I was a ticket provider, especially, you know, from, from local, like if I ran the Toronto, um, you know, events and I, I sold the, the tickets, would I start to put a little sample clip on there so that if Google said, would you like to hear a sample? Yeah, I don't know who that band is. Yeah, I'd like to hear a sample. Oh yeah, I will buy it. Right, like I think we're going to have to be dumping a lot more information coming up as this system refines a bit. 
Maybe it'd be weird to have there now, but I'll bet you dollars to donuts. And in the not too distant future, we're going to see a lot of additions to schema. I know exactly from what you said on the gobsmacked, you'll be in agreement there. We're going to see some, I think, changes to schema where we can start adding in a lot more data. Oh, 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 my goodness. Absolutely. Well, yeah, because the, 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 the devices are moving faster than the markup, um, yeah. than the markup language is evolving. Absolutely. Yeah. It would be a lot of fun. Um, we, we've only got a couple minutes left, so I don't, I don't want to do a new subject, but it'll be a lot of fun. A design, um, you know how we have like, like the skill sharing where we're in, in, in forums and stuff where we, just, we talk about stuff? It would be really cool if maybe the dojo guys could do this. Um, I mean, seriously, this is something for, for David Harry and Terry Van Horn and uh, uh, Ammon Johnson stuff. Like, what can we do in HTML5? What can we do on, on clients' websites? Like, what, what are some of the fun designs? How, how can we introduce these elements into design on page? You know, how can you make it look cool? That sort of that would be That would be a fun seminar, a fun afternoon. That would be so. So, if if I understand correctly, because I'm going to say tell David Harry, listen to the last few minutes of this. We'll listen to the whole show, but if you can only catch the last few minutes, this is an idea for you guys. Is basically here's the elements that we think voice and personal assistants are going to want to provide to their users for tickets, for example. Mm. Get that for me on a page, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so that it'll make that? sense to a user on desktop as well. And and so so when you, the marketer, have to explain to your client, this is what I want to do. How does that look in your head? How does that look on page? How how does that how can you incorporate that in the um, in the design that 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 your client is already using that you very much don't want to screw up, uh, <laughs> assuming it's successful. Yeah. Um, anyway, I, I, we we don't have a visually focused show, but that would be an interesting one for for people who use use the hangout format like um like the Dojo Crew does. They do every Friday, and you know what? Just to mention them, just one more time. Uh, I think Bill Flosky is going to be on tomorrow. Well, he always, like every week, I keep seeing him there. So, you know, there we go. He's been mentioned three times so far in our show. <laughs> and, and so, you know, there we go. Folks can, can head over to the dojo and at least give it a watch. And uh, Bill will be there. I know I'm planning on being there as well. So maybe we'll we'll chat about uh, exactly what we're talking about here. Yeah, I'm going to try to show up too. Um, they've, been, they've been going nuts on the advertising, right? They really have. Yeah, so I, <laughs> I think they got something up their sleeves. That's what I yeah. think. Yeah, it's probably worth turning in just to check. You got to keep an eye on those fellas. <laughs> Can't trust them, or in fact, actually, you can, and that's what makes it and really interesting. <laughs> precisely why you should watch them. Exactly. <laughs> okay, I can see. I can see by our share of Brasco's screen that we're almost done. We're almost gone full time. <laughs> <laughs> Friends, you have been listening to Webcology on WebmasterRadio.fm on behalf of Dave Davies from Beanstalk SEO. This is Jim Hedger from Digital Leaf Media. Stick around WebmasterRadio.fm. There's some great content coming up after the news. We will not be here next week exactly, but we will be running a Webcology, a special uh, Dave's interviews from MozCon from, uh, from last week. And uh, we'll be back with a live Webcology two weeks from now. Stay safe. Uh, stay cool. Go out and enjoy summer because it's almost gone. And stick around the network. More great stuff coming up after these messages. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.